gosh. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> it has been too long. Um, actually, that's... I just got a message that says you're very funny, so I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> um, it's been too long. We kind of got a little tripped up last week, but it ended up being an amazing opportunity, didn't it? It did, because we will have someone joining us. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this special guest, the fifth cousin to ever be featured on Space Trash. Is that right? Well, technically, yes, because, of course, there's Cousin Mark and there's Cousin Allie. Naturally. I mean, <laughs> and, and then there's Cousin Uncle Owen. Cousin Uncle Owen. Uh, then Cousin Heather was on at the same time. Oh my goodness, no! And also Cousin Frank. All right. So that's five. So now our sixth guest. Is anyone... Ch- Do we have fact checkers? <laughs> Alec, is, Alec is not our actual cousin, but he's a cousin in our hearts. He is. He and is. Speaking, speaking of him... um. I did not realize that uh, we are in the middle of a Pat's Run rehearsal. <gasps> um, so everyone, if you like what you're hearing, please go to Spotify or Apple Music and listen to Pat's Run. If you can't, I can't actually hear it. So they must be in a very soundproof studio, but I can definitely vouch for going to follow them and listen to their stuff. It's amazing. 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 Speaking of people who are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Did we both segue into the same thing? (laughs) See, see, you're teaching me because, Mark, I'm learning how to segue. Hey, stick around with me, kid. (laughs) We're going places, bro. (laughs) All right. So who do we have on today? So I would like to. Okay. So first of all, super special guest, cousin. Valerie will be joining us momentarily as we speak. She is waiting in the green room. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and I am reminded of the way Cousin Mark, you once spoke about her to introduce her as the Renaissance woman. Oh, yes. Our very own Renaissance woman. So what do you think? Should we bring... We can embarrass her and call her Renaissance woman while she's here with us. <laughs> I think I think that's the only way to proceed. I think it's the only way to prove she's real. Okay. So let's hype Matt, her up for five more minutes. Please to remember how to help other people join in. Give us one second. This is when we have that technical difficulty sign. The <laughs> well, I only just two minutes ago found out that I was the sound engineer, so <laughs> under a lot of pressure. Basically, you're the one who listens to the podcast afterward. I ha- I cannot help myself. You don't even know. Like if we were in an act, if this was, if you see me. <gasps> Hello, cousin Val. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Welcome to. Space Trash, we're so happy to have you. Thank you for having me. 
You're so welcome. Is my oh, audio, is am I too loud or am I? You sound perfect to me and I'm a sound engineer. So. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it then. You can rest assured. Perfect. <laughs> that everything's going to be great. Okay, good. Um, we were just speaking, cousin Mark. I think, I think I cut you off accidentally. We were oh, I, I forget what I was talking about either way. Oh, perfect. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Valerie. Yes. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. I was just on a different call with Allison. Yes, that we uh. can't speak about. Yeah, it's a very just, you know, normal. But call. we did just have a super top secret phone call that just ended. Mm-hmm. And um, now we're here. Right. It we was a good s- prep. We wow, are okay. so ready to talk <laughs> about what you guys actually introduced me to and why mm-hmm. we were brought together this evening. Yes. Is the Bo Burnham special inside. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. If it weren't for y'all, I don't think I would have seen it. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. So I want to thank you, first of all. And I also want to totally geek out and tell you that I have, like, actual pages of notes. So. <laughs> no way. I'm such a... <laughs> That's amazing. You don't even know. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, because yes. I was so afraid that I would forget something. Like, you know how you're watching a thing and then you mm-hmm. go to talk about it and you're like, and then that other thing that happened right you can't verbalize it (laughs) Mm, exactly and there was so much going on there was so much going on so much packed in yeah Mm. plus the fact that it was my first introduction to the man i've never seen him before in my life right i can't imagine coming from like where me and mark stand right so I watched him turn 30 on his special, and I thought, oh, you little young thing. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny how I feel like we have, like, we're all roughly 10 years apart. Right. Like, I'm in the stage where I am about to turn 30 next year. Yes. Right. And it's, I don't know. It's just... It's going to be interesting to see our different reactions to everything. Mm. So I'm interested in this discussion. Mm. Well, I'm glad you're here for it. I'm interested as well. Um, Yeah, but that's a good point, honestly. We all see it from kind of a different angle a little bit. From super, almost very super different angles (laughs) in the sense that like 10 years is like a billion years because now with the social and whatnot, like none of the could have even been a thing when I was right 17 so Val's just turned 17 happy belated birthday by the way thank you happy birthday hey guys um so yeah almost 20 almost 30 I'm almost 40 (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm 42 so for me watching this thing I will tell you one of the things that I actually wrote down was um I can't remember what song it was that he was performing, but I wrote down me and my brother as kids in our rooms alone. So like before it was like that you would record yourself and like make a special out of the thing. Like 
my brother and I were in our separate bedrooms singing into hairbrushes and like doing all this (laughs) crazy nonsense, but nobody ever would know. Right, right, right. It's really true. And that is how he got his start. Like he was a 16 year old kid filming YouTube videos and then they just blew up. And now he's this big comedian guy with a Netflix special. And what I didn't realize was he talks about how he took five years off from performing because he was having like major anxiety attacks on stage. And as he says, like, that's not the place to have them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it was a little bit like overall kind of theme that jumped out to me was like this idea of what sort of always performing does to you on the inside yeah yeah there's i mean the first song the the one about look i made you some content right it's Mm -hmm. like i grew up with like youtubers so i like not that i know what it's like but i know roughly like how much they have to put out and what it all is self-motivation and it's yeah. okay. Put this out every week. How many views is it getting? How many likes comments? Mm-hmm. All that. Mm-hmm. And it's Pressure. just how, how much art has become commercialized and <gasps> just a money-making thing. Yeah. Ooh, that is a really good point. Like is, does it at some point stop being art and start being brand? Right. Yes. I think that's a main point he was kind of getting out throughout the whole thing. Like one of the main themes in that, like a lot of art's not genuine, which is something he's always been very outspoken about, um, which you may not know, Allison. (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm curious to hear what you say because I. Yeah, he has a lot of. That's always been kind of a message. Like he has quite a few songs that are like about that. I feel like repeat stuff and art, art, art. Yeah, he has one that that's literally called Art is Dead. Yeah. So that's an uplifting one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny that you say that in that regard, like the uplifting, because I definitely was like, there's some dark comedy going on in that. Yeah, in, definitely. In that sort of, and I, and I almost wonder if, because, like, the way he starts it out is, like, you know, basically the, and I won't use the word, because we're a family program. <laughs> but he's basically, like, the world is literally screwed. And, you know, is this the time for comedy? How can you be making jokes right now? Is it, right. you know, is it even appropriate to make jokes? And then it's it's kind of like, but then also, is that helping what is right. this healing yeah. helping to heal like even just the idea of offering a distraction from the horrors of the world is sort of like a serve like a public service yeah right. it's a very conflicting sorry yeah. <laughs> it's a very conflicting like little topic he has going on there because he's like you know i want to be able to help people you know distract them a little bit but is it worth distracting when everybody be towards the problems 
Mm. You know, it's like a, a guilty kind of thing, but wanting to help. It's back and forth kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it is almost feeling guilt about just not being aware of everything we're now aware of right. for so long. Yeah. And now it's all just, okay, well, what do we do to fix it? And then it's like, we're now just joining this uphill battle. Right. Yeah. That, you know, that everyone else has been climbing forever. Right. So it's like, do we even have the right to complain? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because there is, that's such a good, uh, that's a good point. Cause there's, well, of course, just the, the, the plain fact of him singing about Jeffrey Bezos, <laughs> just like genuinely her- hilarious. And how he's like, you did. <laughs> like, what is he? <sighs> he says, hysterical. And now I'm going to forget. Oh, well, the song. <laughs> Sorry, but come on, Jeff, go get him. <laughs> It's not even the Jeff ruined his own song because he stepped down from CEO like a few days ago. So now it's just entrepreneur born in 1964. Well, I wanted to take to take a minute because Jeff Bezos just went to space and so I feel like that's a space trash reference because nobody wanted him to come back. <laughs> he did it for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he is not a sponsor of Space Trash for the record. But he <laughs> Yo, can we get Jeff Bezos on this real quick? <laughs> wait, wait. Who's the who's that on the other line? I have <laughs> Quick, someone do an impression. Hey oh gosh. Jeff Bezos. Uh... <laughs> oh my god, I thought you were in space. <laughs> For like five, he was in space for like four minutes. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but, but in any event, he has that whole bit about Jeff Bezos, and um, right. Maybe it was a bad call on our part to allow for the giant media corporations, the lifeless exchange of value that benefits no one. Right. Yep. It's he just put so many things into words in a way that yeah. I would never think of but completely make total sense. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yes, yes. It was so um like he it's just such a mashup of so many really deep things. Yeah. Like, in sort of this wild way, like you never know what he's gonna do next, right? Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, and he spoke about a lot of very important topics, and it was great for him to use his platform to do that. Um, yeah. it's, but something I've recently been seeing because I've been constantly following, you know, other accounts that are like talking about his special and stuff because it's just interesting to find out like a new thing to point out every single day. Yeah. But a new contrasting, I guess, argument is like 
you know, and I guess this goes for more milder, you know, situations, but it's hard to want to applaud like a fish for swimming. You know what I mean? He's a, a very wealthy white man in the United States. So it's like, he should be talking about these things. He should be fighting for these things. But on the other hand, it's like, thank you for using your platform. And like, even me, I don't have any, (laughs) I don't have any right to be talking about it. But, you know, I think that's an interesting other side to how people are looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I don't know. I don't know what to take from it because I know so many people who it resonated with on some level. And then there, there is the other side that's like, why haven't we been listening to the minorities that have been saying these things forever? Right, exactly, yeah. Like, I think he needs, I think he has a line that's like, they need to hear this from me, a white guy. Yes! So, like, he even touches on it a little. And it's teetering the line of how do we want to feel about this? Right. That, like, painful self-awareness. Yeah. Yes. Like, when he was singing with the little sock guy. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Right? He's like, he says something like, I wanted to... um, I'm just trying to be a better person. Yeah. Why do you rich white people you know blah 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 blah, saying the same thing and he basically yeah I totally didn't bring that up but he does talk about that yeah he says like this isn't about your self-actualization so like the white guy is like tell me all the things so I can learn and I can be a better person which is still centering himself exactly yeah yeah and the sock has no time for that (laughs) (laughs) Socko doesn't want to hear that Definitely does not listen. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because, well, and even... Um, it's just such, like, he just picks things apart, like the branding thing that we were talking about. And he does that whole thing where he's like, I'm a brand consultant. And, like, the question now is about, like, social change. And, like, your brand has to have an awareness. Right. Right. It's like how um, during June, every company had like the rainbow Twitter icon. Yes. And then it, and then July comes and it's like, all right, back to straight people. Right. (laughs) The performative. Exactly. Yeah. Versus what you're actually doing. But then I feel like in the special, he kind of is like, to me, like part of his not message isn't the right word because I didn't feel like he was trying to preach anything because he was kind of really honest. Like he was like, we're all kind of screwed up and everything's really right. Like, have we are we at a point where it's too late for some things like right? I don't know. Like I feel like for a while there. Maybe when I was around 30, the whole messaging was like you can change the world and you know, it's in your hands and you have the power and all this stuff. But I feel like now, I don't know. There seems to be this sort of like sea change of like, you know what? There's some really big corporations and really 
rich guys in charge and how much can we really do on an right. individual basis? Yeah. yeah. I think... Wait. Oh. No, you go, Cousin Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you go, boy. <laughs> you get him. <laughs> you get, get him. Don't back down. <laughs> oh, no. You did. No, I forgot my point. Hang on. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I think it does say a lot, like, generally, like, Allie, when you were 30, this was the world message. And now I'm 30, and it's like, well, the world is going downhill. And Valerie, you're 17. And when I'm 30. (laughs) Who the heck knows what's going to happen then? Yeah. If, If you, if the world exists that long, knock on wood. Right. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of a nihilistic kind of feel right now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even that's just in the past two or three years. Well, cousin Mark and I started a podcast during a pandemic and a major consequential election. So it right. was we kind of like went dystopia a little bit a little bit quick there. Oh yeah. yeah. Things are happening pretty fast right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one song where he sings and and he's like talking about it's very meta. He's like in making the special talking about the special and he's like do you like the show? Don't tell me I don't want to know. Oh, yeah, I think it's called I don't want to know. Mhm. And there's yeah. isn't there it might not be in that song, but related I think it's very similar to that song in Goodbye, I think it is. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've got a fun idea. How about I sit on the couch and I watch you next time? Yeah. Which is like, maybe could possibly be my favorite line of the whole show. Wow. Because I think it just, it relates to performers a lot more, but it really gives you, you know, that clarification and like, you know, breaks the fourth wall kind of, like we said that one time. Um, totally. That, you know, he is just talking to nobody right now like we're actually listening to him but he's talking to nobody yeah and how like difficult and isolating and you know quickly that screws with your mind it's interesting way to look at it and way to put it yeah well the idea of like the the one watching or commenting on like there's that one sequence where he makes a video and then he's like i'm going to film a reaction to that video remember and then like it's kind of like a wall of mirrors that just reflect all the way into itself because it's like him talking about himself talking about himself talking about himself and like I feel like the whole time mm, the whole time I feel like he was messing with the idea of the performer and the observer of the performer and he played both parts and then he kind of messes with you because right. he's not that I don't I'm, I the word that comes to mind is taunting the audience. But I don't mean it that way because I don't think that he was taunting us. But he kept trying to, like, put it back on you. Like, right. When he would play the, the laughing tracks. Even though he was alone, like he was constantly trying to remind you that he's still performing. Like even when, and this was a weird, and then I'll shut up because I'm going on and on. (laughs) But there was this one part where he's like crying. 
like he sort of breaks down and he says, I'm not well right now. Yeah. Towards the end. And then you just sort of like the camera zooms in on the camera kind of thing. And then it zooms into like him performing and people laughing at his performance. And in the background, he's crying. And I almost didn't feel anything. Like normally I'm used to feeling something when I'm watching someone suffering, but I couldn't understand what was real and what wasn't. Like what were his honest expressions? Because there's sarcasm in there. There's, you know, there's so much going on that I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this what he's trying to say though? Like all of this emotion is performative and now you don't even know how to feel when someone shows an actual emotion. Right, I think, and that might have been his purpose, was yeah. to confuse you and remind you, like, you don't know what's not real. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oof. Very meta, very meta, very. That cuts deep. Yeah. Well, he has that one song where he just keeps saying over and over, like, all eyes on me. Yeah. Yeah. That one's really interesting to, you know, take apart. Yeah. And he said, the lyrics, of course, as all three (laughs) of us are writers, and Val is a A Renaissance woman. A Renaissance (laughs) Renaissance woman poet. I don't know how to, what to take away from that, but. Like yeah, going. cousin Mark, why did you? Why did you? That work? What is that? What are you insinuating? What does that mean? <laughs> it means you. What does it mean? I guess it means you're talented <laughs> at everything. Yeah, oh, you're you... like a one-woman revolution. Wow. Yes, all the pressure's on you. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> Ali, what were you saying? <laughs> Um, um, I was just saying how he how he has this this the lyrics the lyrics about all eyes on me. Oh yes, thank you. So yeah. the lyrics to me were were fascinating. I think that's a lot of what my scribbles were. And you know, he talks about we're gonna go somewhere where everybody knows everybody, and then it made me think of one of the earlier parts of the um performance where he's like here's a fun idea like can any one person shut the (laughs) heck up about any one thing for just one hour like is that even possible (laughs) because he talks about how like now is it necessary for every single person to express every single emotion or every opinion about every single thing that they think about at the same time like is that a thing we need to do and then he turns around and says and of course I realize that I'm asking you to listen to all my opinions right now right it's oh wild there's another line that that remind me of is what's that song uh that funny feeling Mm -hmm. where he mentions the backlash to the backlash to the thing that's just begun yeah yes and I feel like that is so much of everything now because we all sharing our opinions at once. Right. Everyone's so quick to react and think they're on the right 
It's so yeah. it's so constant and like insisting. Yeah, yeah, and he has the one thing about um, like just that point of having an opinion, and he's like, being self aware doesn't absolve anybody from anything. So he has that whole thing about like, I'm sorry, you know, like I was wrong, and I'm sorry, but just because you're aware of what you did and say you're sorry doesn't actually mean that you've changed. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's partly his take on canceling. Cancel Mm. culture. Because Mm. he's definitely, you know, made jokes and said things that he shouldn't have in the past. And he doesn't, I feel like it's so weird because I think the reason he's upset is because he knows he's like openly self-aware with his audience and like pretty honest all the time or a lot of the time or seems to be at least um, Mm -hmm. that he feels like he gets forgiven easier than other artists and he doesn't want he doesn't want to be forgiven or looked up to over anybody else he wants to be held accountable just as much oh yes he does say that Um, yeah like hold me accountable right in problematic I think the song is yeah that's a funny song but it's still it's very important but that one was well written I feel like I hate that he's such a talented songwriter and satirist right and he's a funny (laughs) person all in one I'm like how do I take my depression and turn into that why does he get to be able to do that (laughs) yeah love it envy serious that's a good word satirist that's a good one that's probably exactly what I was trying to think of the word and that's it yeah back to the all eyes on me yeah I was listening this was like early on when it came out but I was listening to somebody um they like were reviewing it kind of like we're doing right now and just like you know picking things apart and what a lot of people were I guess interpreting that song to be all eyes on me is kind of where he's like, I understand the world's ending, but like, let me be, I'm going to be, and let me be selfish for a moment because my world's ending. Like, Mm. I don't care about you guys. I care about me. So it's like, pray for me. You know, everybody look at me like my world's ending. Yeah. So at the same time, he cares so much about everyone else. He knows that at the end of the day, all that really matters to him is his world. And he's being openly honest about that, which I think a lot of people don't like to be. Yeah. Cause wow. it's such yeah. a, it's such a like hard thing to, to think about because obviously your world matters to you, but like, you know, I think we all get to that point where sometimes we're like, what is it going wrong for me? Cause it's hard not to be selfish in certain circumstances. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. he's just he's very transparent with that in that song, I feel like. Where he's like, just give me the attention. I don't care. Like, you know, he, he literally has that line where he's like, um, the world or something like the world's ending, honey, it already did, or something like that. Oh my god, he wrote that line down. I wrote it's that. such a good line. Because he says the ocean is rising, like I give a shit. Say, say the whole ending, yeah. it already did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's talking, I feel like, from a more personal view. And obviously, that could be completely wrong. 
that's just a take I've seen a few people roll with and I think it I think it you know goes pretty well but I think it's just my take yeah I think it does because he talks about also like towards the end I think like he's like you go out into the outside world just so that you can bring back content and make it like your internal digital space and talk about it there like he's he's kind of making comments on how like (laughs) he has that whole bit about the white woman's Instagram yeah (laughs) I was going to ask as as white women how'd y'all feel about that (laughs) (laughs) well I, I another thing it's so confusing because sometimes you just want to look at his songs on this on this you know s- this single whatever you want to call it what special excuse me mm-hmm. um and you just want to like laugh with them but like I find that every song even the ones I think really just like funny you know just yeah. silly songs they have so much more behind it like even with this one it's talking about how like you know these white women are such a they're such a a tool against other minorities like white women's tears are the strongest thing to fight with or something like that mm-hmm. there's like a, a thing people say because it, it's true like we have so much ups like you know unfortunately we have a lot of of power and like are seen as like precious and like safe places mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. weird it's so like it's such a funny song but he like I like feel guilty listening to them and laughing sometimes I'm like damn <laughs> it like I know that he means more than this but it's funny I, <laughs> like let me be, let me laugh I definitely I definitely that if I laughed at anything that was the one I laughed hardest at <laughs> Because I think it just, well, first of all, he just nailed it. Like, he got every single thing. (laughs) Like, the avocado and the open window and the latte foam art. And then, like, the incorrectly attributed quote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. There's so much nonsense that goes on. Yeah. um, It just, it really made me laugh because I thought of just this whole concept of like curating an image that is completely dis disassociated with your actual life like it's so curating yeah the literal is this heaven or is this just a white woman's instagram (laughs) right right. and then at the end he has like his face painted with the words like right that was oh my goodness that was (laughs) sorry do you know about um not necessarily drama, but I can't find it by the word. So drama between him and another, I guess, YouTuber or like internet person, uh, Gabby Hanna. No, I don't know oh, this. I Mark, I slightly I follow Gabby Hanna. I didn't realize uh, she had beef with Bo. Well, it's not it's not necessarily beef, but Gabby. Um, for many years, she really like had a crush on Bo, and that that's fair. He's a he's a funny guy, you know. He's cute, whatever. But she would he's like very handsome. Yes, and she would go to lengths to make it seem like they were dating, like oh. in real life. Like she would edit photos and whatnot, and she she gets she makes herself look like the victim in a lot of social drama situations. And you know, sometimes she is, but she's kind of crazy. 
and like you know likes to put blame on other people and stuff so she had a picture of herself with words written all over her face <gasps> like oh. insults and stuff yeah and people are you know people are conspiring that that's that's um what he was referencing was that picture of Gabby Hanna wow <laughs> wow okay that well <laughs> I, I would say this I didn't know any anything about that particular situation but I still found it um poignant and amusing that he did that so yeah no oh, yeah either <laughs> regardless way, either way it definitely works yeah just it's like even more genius because if you're in on the joke you you get it and if you're not in on it then you still find it complex. yeah it still works yeah 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 the way he took the cinematography so seriously Mm. like Mm -hmm. it all looks legitimately like like it could be on the white woman's instagram right like just with the lighting and everything (laughs) he never makes like he never exaggerates it or jokes too far with it right you know, I found myself asking. I found myself asking, is this heaven or is this Bo Burnham special? I I wonder how one could know the difference. <laughs> we could we could you know, either one. It could be either. It's just so it's it's just nuts. And I feel like Instagram, like that is what it was for a while and now the whole backlash to the backlash is like you know talk about how you like there's this big um production about like I need time off from social media right but we could get into a whole we might have to have you back on to (laughs) social media landscape because that's a whole other my favorite (laughs) a whole other animal well, I mean, I think I'd probably have a lot to say on it as a youngster. Yes. Yeah, you're hip. Um. Well, <laughs> it's just the the youngsters never stop happening, right? Shout out to cousin, <laughs> cousin Evelyn. Oh, I thought you were about to say shout out to women for like giving birth to kids. <laughs> the kids never stop coming. Thanks, women. <laughs> Way to do your part. Shout out to women <laughs> all over the world. Thank you for giving birth. Love you, mamas. <laughs> Shout out to the mamas out there. We don't have it so easy. I love that. That's a good way to That's a perfect, perfect segue to end our Bo Burnham discussion. Because he has a FaceTime call with his mom. And I love yeah. that. <laughs> that one's really good. It's also just like a good song like to sing. Right. There are just some... <laughs> Just solid bops in they this really entire are. special. They're like some of them are just theatrical enough that yeah. like it it like you don't feel like you're listening to like a Disney song or like a normal pop song. It's just like it's just right. It's just balanced. Yes, I 100 yeah. percent agree because I found myself like five or six songs in, and I was like oh wait like I never heard these songs before but they felt familiar in a way just with different work right. like I don't know there was something very soothing about some of them right they were crafted very very meticulously everything yeah. was on purpose you know 
Totally. Well, the one about the internet and how it's just everything all at once. Can I oh, inter- can I interest you in everything all at once? And I was like, it sound the sound of it was like a circus song. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. That one was really probably. I think that one's like either that one or something else is the most trending, like okay. as a, out of the soundtrack. Yes. Um, well, and sorry, I keep. <laughs> No, you go, you go. Um, it's definitely, um, I guess seen. Do you guys have TikTok or know of TikTok? I yeah. I have the TikTok. I, right. I know of it and have watched it, but I don't have an account. That's okay. Totally, perfectly fine. But in in the song, like in the actual video, when he's doing um, that song, "Welcome to the Internet," he has these like moves in it like the camera angles switching and everything Mm. so that has become so popular that song on tiktok because that's kind of part of the apps thing is like making transition videos so it's just so weird to see like when he's literally saying in the song like how terrible it is that we have to have everything all of the time yeah and like how everything has to be on social media everything has to be turned into some kind of trend yeah you know and then it, there it goes that song is turned into a trend on tiktok it's just so meta and so oh, crazy oh god yes it like it, is painful <laughs> well it is amazing like how aware self self-aware quote unquote like now the joke is yeah we get it and we just don't care because there's no way out of it true even if you say like oh i don't have a tiktok or i don't have a twitter or whatever whatever the case you're still living in the world at large that's all over this stuff all the time so you're never you can't remove yourself so it's kind of like well you know you you get um to the point where you're like, well, it kind of is what it is. And either you laugh and roll with it or you feel like you just, you know, are right. fine. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're having a hard time. <laughs> Take a minute. Um, I was going to add is it's hard to it's hard to not get frustrated when you have to live in a society that you critique because they're not exclusive things like it's not like you can't live Uh, like obviously like there's so many things wrong with the society we live in but Mm -hmm. like you're saying there's no way out of it Mm -hmm. right now I mean there could be but you know there's no way out of it single-handedly like on your own right out of it we quit our jobs sell all of our worldly possessions and fight the good fight against millions billions of dollars of evil corporations or we just sit back and laugh about it right until the world ends but even say like the fight right like we're not like grabbing our muskets right (laughs) we have to get on social media and galvanize and you know recruit and reach the people where they're at and all that nonsense and now all of a sudden activism has become a brand right yeah so that's why we're left with laughing at it because it's just and it's like um what's that thing called the or i can't pronounce the word but it's like the snake that's eating itself oh 
Oh, God. Ouroboros or something like that. But it's like you're the the way out of it is to fight against it, which then you're fighting against yourself. Like it's just very right contrasting yeah. situation. Apathy. What was his line? Apathy is a tragedy, and boredom is a crime. Thank you. Anything and everything, all of the time. Yes, <laughs> and he has the the way that song goes. The lyrics read like a manic Twitter feed. Like, like, here's tips on how to strain pasta, and here's a nine-year-old who died. Like, right right there, it's like, oh, so all of your, it's like nonsense mixed with the most gruesome tragedy, mixed with advertisements, mixed with jokes. Like, everything is just a jumbled disaster, and it's like, how do you pick that apart and even know how you're supposed to feel about anything? Yeah. I think that the song that funny feeling has a very similar kind of message to it but it is exaggerated with more sarcasm Mm. it's it's more of i don't know how to explain it (laughs) i feel like you get what i mean though it's it's like a similar idea of like all these terrible things that are normalized and like but it's kind of written in a more sarcastic tone yeah yeah it's just it's like, oh, these are all the things that are happening, I guess. Right, but right, right, right. It, I guess it is like the apathy to everything, always. Because yeah. otherwise we'll just break down and cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like he did. Do you guys think that, like, as comedians yourselves, like, the sarcastic bit is a little bit of sort of self-preservation? too oh i think in the sense that if you can be sarcastic about it then in that sense you have power over it and it can't hurt you or disturb you right i think it's an avoidance kind of thing yeah yeah Mm. i don't know because i never use sarcasm cousin mark i swear (laughs) god (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness you're in I don't know if it, it the timing Marky charms if you follow Marky charms Twitter feed you can get <laughs> away with a joke like that <laughs> I deleted Twitter I want to see I want to see cousin Mark I have it I have Twitter I haven't been I, I go on it and I have an existential crisis like every that's, second that's exactly why I deleted it I just can't handle it well right. And again, like there's so many topics within topics within topics, but everyone, it's that song. Yeah. Opinion every minute of every day about every single thing. And yeah. you just get on there and it's like a cesspool of opinions. Yeah. And what yeah. blows my mind, I mean, maybe, maybe no judgment. Maybe you guys, like, do you ever get into it with people on Twitter? Have you ever, like, gone back and forth because you felt strongly about something? I've definitely, know. I've definitely done on Facebook, and I did recently deactivate my Facebook. <gasps> no <laughs> so, Right? So proud. Cousin Mark, how does it feel? How long has it been? It's been, I guess about almost a week now and i realize i just have other social media that fills the void so i'm like oh i guess i'll just go back to instagram and twitter and tiktok 
Okay. Right. I haven't had Facebook for like, geez, like since the pandemic hit, I got rid of it. Wow. I've had it for 12 years now, 10. Oh, wow. I wow. just you totally win. ditched the Facebook. <laughs> And I probably had it for longer than you guys did, I guess. I think it was a thing in 04. It came out in 04. And it was so innocent then. Cousin Kate was like, you have to get on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. And it was lovely. And then it wasn't. Yeah. Yep. It definitely got not lovely very quickly. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I really only had it for, like, school stuff like wow. different groups so I was just like I don't I want to see all this stuff that I don't even need to be seeing anymore all this extra negative negativity around my school groups that aren't going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's interesting how quickly it went from being the cool college kid thing to being <laughs> the thing that you have to go on for school <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it is true it's like it's like PTA meetings and stuff now. It's so true. Oh, my goodness. I just redownloaded it because I miss so many grad parties because everybody puts their invites on Facebook, which, listen, I don't understand why they would do that for my generation. That is not a thing. Like, you don't even mention you have Facebook to somebody else. It's kind of like a bad secret. Wow. Because, <laughs> like, there's just no reason to have it for us. We have so many other main social medias where everybody's on it. Facebook's yeah. more like you hide it because sometimes you have to, you know, post a picture with your grandma because your, you know, mom oh. told you to. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Something like that. Maybe so. now I'm just going to go back to being quaint again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think for sure the last election cycle, people just got off of it because they were like, I can't yeah. stand knowing everybody's thoughts about everything. Right. That was Instagram was very, very heated and still is heated, which I think is a good thing because I don't like the fact that it isn't talked about as much, you know, all these important topics, but also, you know, you can't, it was exhausting. I let it exhaust me, but yeah, that was definitely Instagram. Finding the balance between just being aware and being overwhelmed. Right. Yeah. (gasps) Ooh, cousin Mark. Good one. Right. Mm. Let's trademark that. Be <laughs> trade Marky charms it. <laughs> That's, a, That's good one. a good one, though. That's a really good point. And how do you how do you know? There's one part in the special. Bo Burnham. He's like, I think it's the end, but how do I know? Like nothing ever ends because it's an endless feed. It never right. ever stops. Yep. Speaking of stopping. <laughs> of never stopping (laughs) how long do these normally go for what's i don't i never know to say anything or not say anything we're gonna post the first 30 minutes gotcha on spotify and the the bonus 22 minutes on our patreon (laughs) oh okay (laughs) which we tease every week and we don't actually have yet wait so you guys are you're on spotify yes and you yes. have a Patreon. Is there anywhere else? We do not actually have a Patreon. No, you don't uh, actually have one. No. Oh, that so, went right over my head. Wow. It's no. a running gag. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, man. I missed that. 
cut that out. Cut that out. No, <laughs> it's not you. It's us. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe we but should get it. Event, Maybe we should get it. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Leo, I don't. You know, you go. <laughs> I was just going to say that this was a freaking phenomenal conversation, and I love, love, love talking to you guys so much. Yeah, me too. I also loved it. Glad to be here, guys. Thank Thanks you for so coming much. on. Yes, thank you. I hope that you consider coming back again. Of course. You just let me know when. I'm like always doing nothing. Tomorrow. We'll contact- okay, well. <laughs> we'll contact you on Facebook. You guys do this every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. What we'll the Netflix special? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, we don't do it every day. Although sometimes we think we should. I mean, it's. I feel like it would be a nice, just little like distraction, like a little hobby. I mean, I already know it is, but like something to keep keep the pace, you know. Speaking of distractions, (laughs) squirrel. (laughs) Poor cousin Mark is trying his damnedest. (laughs) Guys, I'm not gonna lie. I got homework to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. So normally. Cousin Mark signs us off with his signature sign off, but we don't know. It might be something different this week. So, Cousin Mark, take us away. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Space Trash. Um, wash your hands. Wear a mask. Shout out to the mamas. We love you. <laughs>